What is up, Next Level fam? Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Health Explained. I'm your host, Alexis Smith, and today we'll be discussing tackling obesity. I'm here with Next Level Urgent Care Associate Medical Director and now Principal Investigator for our research department at Next Level Urgent Care, Dr. Will Judy. He's back with me again, this time to tackle obesity. Welcome. Hi, good to be here. Thanks for being here again. Um, Before we dive into this topic, I want you to just kind of give our audience a little overview of your background um, because I understand that you have a little bit of prior experience um, in dealing with obesity and especially in in bariatrics as well. Yes, yes. So I was a primary care doctor uh, since uh, since 2000, came out of residency. And I quickly, I kind of wanted to help as many people as I could in in my primary primary care role. And that eventually led me to uh, uh, treatment of obesity. It's called bariatrics, and uh, bariatrics can be surgical. Uh, I'm not a surgeon. Those are the ones that do the gastric sleeves and bypasses. But then there's also medical bariatrics, which deals with the medical aspect of obesity. Uh, And I actually did some special training uh, courses and actually certification in medical bariatrics uh, about 10 years ago is uh, is when I I did all uh, the, uh, the classes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's something that interests me to this day. Yeah. Super cool. Um, so let's just start with kind of what is obesity? I feel like, has it shifted over the last decade, couple of decades or so, as far as that threshold, um, or is it staying the same? Where are we at? The threshold, the the definition of the threshold is, has remained the same. What has not remained the same is uh, percentage of Americans uh, that are obese and that has gone up. Uh, over the decades, and uh, the threshold we still use BMI as a, just a rough uh, uh, tool to gauge where someone is on the obesity scale. And it's basically just a, a height and weight. You plug it into a calculator, uh, special BMI. They're, they're, you can find those everywhere. It's really easy, and it just gives you a rough estimate. So overweight would be a BMI of between twenty five and thirty, and uh, obese is uh, thirty and above uh, as far as that BMI goes. It's, it's not a perfect system. Uh, mm-hmm. For instance, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, back in, the, in his, the height of his athleticism, would have been obese if he had plugged in his, his, his uh, height and weight into the BMI column, just because his height was, was I mean, both numbers were off the scale. Uh, yeah. Well, he's very, a very healthy guy. He's not obese, obviously, but he would have been obese by a BMI measurement back then. So it's just a rough wow. estimate, and from there, we can refine uh, where to go. But for most people, for most normal people, it, it, it works. It works. Okay. And, and so what percentage, I know you said it's a large percentage now, but what percentage of our population is currently obese? The, the easiest way to remember off the top of your head is one third, right? One third normal, one yeah. third overweight, one third obese. Uh, that can vary depending on what website you go to or the, the data that you, uh, you, you have. But in general, that is the breakdown. And Oh, the trend has been for people actually to go from the, the one-third overweight category into the obese category. Actually, we're kind of moving in the wrong direction as Americans. Yeah. Yeah. And why is obesity such a big problem? Wow. Uh, <laughs> Loaded <laughs> question. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yes. Um, 
obesity itself can cause all kinds of things from sore knees to uh, lack of sleep, uh, because obstructive sleep apnea. Uh, but the reason someone is obese, again, this that's a huge category. Uh, it, it's more of like a symptom of other problems, uh, including diabetes, uh, depression. The list goes on and on. So both the things that contribute to obesity uh, are health problems, but also obesity itself causes uh, health problems as well. So kind of like a vicious circle. Yeah, for sure. And what are some of the factors that are contributing to obesity now? Like, am I, I know genetics can play a role in it. Am I doomed if my whole family suffers from obesity? Uh, yeah, there is a genetic uh, component to it. It's not just one gene. It's not as simple as just, oh, uh, it's a gene passed down in families. Absolutely not. Uh, and, you know, if, you, if there's obesity in your family, you're not doomed. Uh, the things that contribute to obesity, again, a lot, a lot of different factors. Uh, the, one of the biggest and one of the most central things that go into, goes into obesity is uh, dietary choices, uh, what yeah. you're uh, putting into your body. Uh, it's not only people think just how much, like it's just a calorie thing, but it's not. It's not just the amount of calories you're putting into your body. It's also the what you're putting in to give you those calories, the fuel that you're putting into your body. Uh, uh, sedentary uh, lifestyle uh, in America, that does contribute. It's not as big of a uh, contribution as, uh, as uh, your food choices, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a, uh, it does contribute. Uh, and I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it multiple times during uh, this podcast. You have to respect the psychological component uh, to obesity. Uh, it is yeah. in big in, in a lot of different people. And it, it's something that is uh, not mentioned a lot. But you have to address the psychological uh, reasons for obesity, the relationship uh, uh, a person has with food. Uh, it, it cannot be underst- it cannot, cannot be overstated. Yeah, I'm really gra- glad that you brought that up because it is an important point. Um, so when when you are obese and you're trying to get your weight under control, um, am I hearing that you're kind of rec- recommending? Um, perhaps going to counseling um, in addition to consulting with your physician? Ideally, that would be great. Uh, and again, I, I don't like talking in generalities. Uh, everybody is, is, everybody's situation is different. So yeah, there may be a case where somebody is, doesn't, uh, going to a psychologist, psychiatrist uh, may not mm-hmm. necessarily be needed. But in general, I would say put it on the list of things to do. Uh, yeah. Even if you don't think you, you need it, you'd be surprised uh, how much uh, psychology goes into uh, obesity and weight loss, really. Yeah, for sure. And what are some other things that you would recommend for those that are trying to get their weight under control? So in general, uh, just quick science breakdown. Again, I'm not going generalize to generalize for everybody, but... Weight, uh, obesity, is basically, you're basically putting energy into fat cells for storage, and it's a survival uh, mechanism. Uh, but it can go awry. Uh, in this modern world of, of food is everywhere, sugar is everywhere, we don't have to actually go out and hunt for our food. Uh, we can be sedentary and get all these calories. That has contributed a lot uh, to, uh, to obesity. So the... At really, at the core, for, for most people, at the core of weight gain is uh, carbs. Uh, mm-hmm. Low fat, uh, or 
low fat really doesn't work. It's been this. It's been debunked over the um, over the years. Really, it's carbs that contribute to to weight gain. Uh, because when you eat carbs, you increase ins- your, your body releases insulin, and insulin's only job is to put energy, which is sugar, into fat into storage into fat cells. So that's what where obesity happens. So uh, again, I hate to generalize. Everybody's it can be different, but in general, uh, carbs equals uh, weight gain. Yeah. So and, there's a lot of hype on. Sorry, were you going to add something? Uh, and, and again, it's just not that. It's, and that's a really simplistic way of saying it. But uh, activity level is part of it. Again, we go back into the psychology of, of things. Uh, and so, no, that's it. It's tied up. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was just gonna say. I mean, there's there's a whole lot of hype, especially on social media. I feel like I always um, I always kind of talk bad about social media. It's not all bad, but on social media, I've been seeing a lot about um, fat burners, magic pills that you can take, and you'll suddenly lose a ton of weight. There's a bunch of before and after pictures. Do those pills work? Is that going to, is there one thing that I could take and then I will be, I'll drop 10 pounds overnight? Yeah, no, um, no, those things really don't work. Um, When you're looking for a quick solution to weight loss it's just not it's just not the way to go uh your body didn't gain this weight quickly uh so you're not going to lose it quickly uh in general no i i no i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend any of these over-the-counter fat burners uh uh, testosterone boosters no i i would say a pretty hard no um okay the uh and then one the one thing of of I want to mention is this uh, the keto diet uh, mm-hmm. that can re- re, uh, result in some quick weight loss. It's just not sustainable. And yeah. again, going back to what I said earlier, keep a keto diet or ketosis diet means you basically drop your sugars as low as you can go on to zero or it's very, very super low uh, carb and you're, just eat, you're eating fat and uh, proteins. So therefore you're not really making any insulin at all. It's just a really dramatic uh, uh, way to eat. And it does result in, in fairly quick weight loss. It's just it's just not healthy and it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. If well, and a lot of that weight. Sorry, a lot of that weight loss that people see, at least in the beginning, is mostly water. Am I correct about that? Yes, in the very beginning, it is water. Uh, but yeah, then you, but you do you do lose some some weight uh, overall with it. But again, it's just it's not sustainable, and um, and again, not healthy. Uh, yeah. Just it. Yeah, well, I, I mean, all those restrictive um, lifestyle changes or diets um, are do tend to result in binge eating and people just not feeling, I mean, not having a good relationship with food, which kind of goes back to that that psychological component that you've been mentioning. Um, is there a specific diet or exercise regimen that you would recommend um, that you've seen work for those that are overweight and, and also in maintaining that weight loss long term? Yes, for sure. Um, again, I'm not I'm not uh, breaking any news here, uh, but mm-hmm. in general, I tell I would tell my my patients to have a great good relationship with uh, vegetables. Uh, that should be kind of the main thing you're eating, and uh, it takes time. It really really takes time to change your your eating habits. But and I would tell them, okay, you're eating poorly now. You're you're, you're getting you're putting junk in your body. Uh, I'm not asking you to stop it cold all that junk, cold turkey, but 
get more good stuff in and reduce the, the yeah. junk a little bit less. And with time, you're gonna make we're gonna make take steps to go toward uh, a more healthy diet. So that healthy diet we're going toward is a diet uh, that is uh, high in in, uh, uh, in vegetables, especially vegetables with uh, a low glycemic index. So a lot of starch, uh, green leafy vegetables, uh, fiber. Those are all uh, that should be the bulk of what you're eating. And you can still have, uh, again, I, I seldom recommend a low-fat diet. Uh, mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, we're going to do keto diet. Uh, uh, but it's just basically vegetables and healthy choices of protein and fats and, and carbs. I'm not going to say, oh, you can never have rice again or bread again. Uh, no, yeah. uh, absolutely not. It's, uh, it's just, But you just have to manage it. You have to make vegetables your priority and everything else uh, – kind of come second and you can still find much enjoyment uh, with that. That's awesome. Um, I, I know that at the beginning you kind of talked about you're not a um, surgeon, you weren't performing any weight loss surgeries um, like the gastric sleeve, but would you recommend those surgeries to anyone that is struggling? Yes, absolutely. Uh, again, this is where it gets real specific. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to recommend it for everybody. Uh, but it is a tool and it is a life-saving tool. It saves a lot of lives. It, 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 it's really aggressive though. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's not for everybody. Uh, but uh, again, this conversation you have with your primary care doctor or, or then eventually a surgeon, but uh, it, it is, it is a terrific tool uh, to help people with, with, with pretty severe obesity or other medical issues that you just, you have to um, address right away. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for all of this information. Um, before we wrap up, is there any, uh, any key takeaway points that you'd like to make sure our audience uh, leaves with? Besides the psychological component and uh, cards, uh, be patient. All right. I, I, I know it's easy for me to say, but <laughs> weight loss, really, you really need patience. Uh, and so you're going to see slow, steady changes. You're going to start to feel better slowly, but steadily. That is the proper path. Uh, so be patient and that should be uh, on the top of your, uh, on your to-do list. All right. You heard it from Dr. Will Judy. Thank you so much, Dr. Judy, for being on Health Explained again. Always enjoy our conversations together um, and we'll see you next time. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.